3: Perhaps, most cruelly of all, if Donald Trump has his way, the complications from COVID-19, which are well beyond what they should be, it's estimated that 200 million people have died, probably by the time I finish this talk.
0: Wow. Two-thirds of the nation's population. That would be a large increase. If he says something like that on the debate stage a week from now, how does Trump handle it? I still don't know the right answer to that. But um, So the debate's obviously
4: going to have... I, I will tell you this. Uh, having heard him in a wide-ranging and rambling interview with Fox and Fiends this morning, uh, he is leaning into the, if Joe Biden even remembers what he said, uh-huh. I think
0: he went there two or three times. Be, so, be careful. So a big part of the debate, I'm sure, will center on the now Supreme Court vacancy with just a... Uh, an amazing shock of a story that pundits who have been saying there's nothing that's going to move the needle. Everything that's come along, uh, COVID, economy, no matter what happens, the, the books, the Woodward book, whatever, the polls don't really move. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is a big deal, but I still don't quite understand who it benefits and, and in what way.
4: Yeah, I, I would assume in a very narrowly... Uh, divided country. Well, we're widely divided, but the numbers are fairly narrow. Um, It would have the same effect on both sides.
0: Unless... unless one side tends to care more about the Supreme Court than the other? And I don't know, I don't have any idea if that's true, or which side that would be. Well, the liberal media is full-on whipping up abortion. Always. Always. Scott, I saw a great tweet over the weekend. What if we had one Supreme Court that just dealt with abortion issues? What would the other Supreme... (laughs) I love this. What would the other Supreme Court look like, the way we chose those justices and argued about that? If you could just eliminate, just take that off the table. Oh, Wow, what an interesting thought. Um, we'll have to get into that, because the the leading uh, candidate is uh, is is known, and Trump has said he is going to name a woman, and it's probably this woman, and we'll talk about her coming up, so stay tuned. Yeah. Yep.
4: Um, so, uh, a quick note on the vid. Uh, I got this note from Chris, and he's, I'll read you part of his email and get to some of the research I did, but uh, I'm not diminishing the tragedy of individual deaths, but Three hundred twenty million divided by two hundred thousand equals one death for sixteen hundred people. Uh, I didn't check his math or anything, but then he gets into um, the average lifespan and gets to his questions: How many of the COVID deaths are among the very old? How many are due to the stupidity of state governments seeding COVID patients into nursing homes and long-term care centers? Well, that gets to the the real the the abs the ultimate question, which is. Given the fact that the median COVID death is, what did I hear the other day? 78? Something like that? It's very, very old. Sounds about right. And, and again, not to minimize it, there are plenty of people who live lives of meaning and fun and beauty and wisdom, the rest of it, well into their 80s, and I'd like them to be around. All right? Um, but I checked into the uh, the CDC uh, deaths and mortality uh, figures just for the country as a whole, and every year, 2.8 million Americans die. It's over that, actually, a little bit. 2.8 million is 863.8 deaths per 100,000 population. Life expectancy is 78.6 years. Uh, infant uh, mortality rate is extremely low. It's less than 6 per 1,000, um, and it's it's pretty wonderful. But what we need to figure out at the end of the year is how many additional deaths have we had. Because those who were in the last year of their lives are clearly the most vulnerable to COVID. Not exclusively, but most vulnerable. And it could be at the end of all this, we realize, say, what is it? It's mid-September. Ends up being 210,000 who die of COVID at the end of the year. It could be that the deaths, in addition to what's expected, are only 30,000, 40,000, maybe 100,000. But it's a different number. And if you're figuring, uh, if you're trying to figure out what the proper societal response is to the vid, how to balance the economy, uh, children's health and and their psychological health, uh, deaths of despair, cancer screenings, heart attacks, people not going to the hospital with a stroke, all those things we've talked about so much. If you're going to balance it all, well, then 40,000 additional deaths is not nearly as dramatic and powerful as the idea that you get from the media that 200,000 people who would otherwise be playing tennis this afternoon (laughs) and would live for another 50 years, they're dead now. And of course, you'd have to throw in thanks to Trump because that's obligatory, but it's an
0: entirely different question. We won't know it for a while, but boy, howdy, I'd like to know what that number is. So I thought this was really an interesting pivot yesterday that Nancy Pelosi did on the, uh, the talk shows, and I didn't see this coming. They're tying COVID into the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing and the Supreme Court thing. And they've come up with an argument for that. She even said at one point, you know, the, the people say different things and what they say, you know, it doesn't matter. So she wanted to put the whole hypocrisy thing to the side. They said this before. We said she doesn't think that's the best argument. Clearly. Wow. She made a vid argument. Absolutely. Wow. So uh shortly after the election, you know, because the first Monday in October is coming up. And that's when the Supreme Court goes back to work this year with eight justices. And a couple of weeks in, they're supposed to take up a big portion of the whole Obamacare thing. Oh, right. And so they're, they're making the argument that Donald Trump and his evil right wing court is wanting to take away your protection from pre-existing conditions and really dismantle Obamacare which everybody loves. And she hammered that, the talking points on that over and over and over. Everything she was asked, she brought it back to people are dying from COVID and Donald Trump is going to help people die from COVID by electing a right wing, or uh, nominating a right wing justice. So that is their strategy. Ah yes. No Never long- mind
4: that every congressman, uh, senator and the president himself has said we will absolutely cover pre-existing conditions but you know truth and politics are are strangers
0: <laughs> well, i thought that was interesting so biden and nancy and i'm sure they all you know get together on these things they think the COVID issue is is the winning issue that mm. trump has been bad on this it's a reason most of the people are dead as you were just explaining and then tie it into the supreme court
4: uh vacancy yeah, trying to terrify people into going to the polls. That's a new one. Oh, wait, no, that's ancient. It's as old as politics. Yeah. that's—I uh, In terms of evil genius, I give her pretty good marks for that one. As a strategy to terrify people into going to the polls, I think it might work. Oh, every to time. Some extent.
0: She's getting older, and she's, she's not as sharp as she was even a year ago. But every time Nancy Pelosi is on one of these talk shows, I think, why doesn't my side have somebody that's this good at making their argument? Because the people on my side... I'm not going to name any names Mm -hmm. uh, because they're
4: fairly nice to us. Yes, mostly because they use us, but their arguments are not. They they don't do
0: as good a job of making the argument.
4: (laughs) Yes. Although Nancy is fading fast. Nancy in her prime was was very sharp in her messaging, evil, but sharp.
0: But that 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 is the messaging going forward. This Supreme Court vacancy is about covid and Obamacare is what it's about. Um, we'll see if that sticks. I don't know if that makes sense to people. I realize this is
4: like, you know, saying I wish. Are there any kids listening? You're a weird kid. I I don't want to say, you know, what's real and what's not. Let me say this. It's like wishing Santa Claus was my uncle. And I could ask him for anything I wanted all the time. It's fantasy land. But can you imagine if our leadership was based on merit and not fundraising ability? You know, the, the leaders of the Senate and the House and the rest of it. Now, in the Senate especially, it has to do with deal-making and negotiation and stuff. How about like some sort of but,
0: freaking age limit? <laughs> I
4: heard it. So they, they played a clip of Joe Biden. Well, how uh. about just some decency? I mean, you can't have an age limit by law. But how about just say, look, when you're 80, you get the hell
0: out. They played a clip of Joe Biden, and he said, I think the president should wait to choose a justice and then they went back to the clip and then went to nancy pelosi and then she's doing that whole her teeth are moving around in her mouth no boy (laughs) is there anybody under 80 that can speak to this huh i mean i know that's ageism but good good god It's,
4: it's hateful, frankly
0: uh who is amy coney barrett because she is trump actually said out loud to Jonathan Swan not long ago on Axios that he was saving Amy Coney Barrett for if Ruth Bader Ginsburg ever steps down. Mm. So he has said out loud. Now, he may have changed his calculations since then, but she's the most likely name that he throws out later this week, and the
4: fight begins. I have a different horse in the race, probably a poor metaphor. and,
0: And how do you attack a woman? You can't go with the gang rape allegations. That you threw out there with Kavanaugh? How oh, do you? Please, how you that's gonna go an after, easy one. How are you going to go after a woman? Joe's got the answer easy. for that. All coming back. Armstrong and Getty.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. the White
1: House and the Senate
3: majority have a moral duty to fulfill the promises they made to the voters. And that is exactly what we're going to do. We said that if for any reason we have a vacancy on the United States Supreme Court, we will fill that vacancy. I will be putting forth a nominee next week.
2: It will be a woman.
0: And uh, he had said to Axios not that long ago that he was holding Amy Coney Barrett back on the list for when Ruth Bader Ginsburg stepped down. Well, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died over the weekend, so you have to assume that's the leading choice currently. The left is going crazy that she is uh, going to end abortion as we know it. A woman's right to choose women's health. Yeah, that's it. They're going to portray her as an abortion extremist. Even though, you know, I'm trying to find the exact <clears throat> quote. So I heard the quote on MPR. I I heard that all weekend long, that she was anti-Roe versus Wade. Okay. And I thought, okay, she's a Catholic. She's got eight kids or whatever she's got. And I thought, okay, she's anti But then I heard the quote they played on MPR today. And she said, and I'm trying to find the exact quote, but she said something to the effect, Roe versus Wade is settled law. But I do think we have a problem with late-term abortion. And I thought, okay, well, that's different than what I've Entirely, been told all very right. week. And you know what? You know who agrees with that? Practically everybody in America. The poll, The, the polling is so simple on abortion. I don't understand why this is a complex topic. They Over, have to make it. Overwhelmingly, that. people say women should have the choice to get an abortion first trimester. After that, overwhelmingly, people say women shouldn't. How come nobody ever holds the position that would get you seventy five percent agreement? Never get people to the
4: polls. You'd lose it as a as a crowbar. Abortion is a crowbar to get people to do what you want them to. There is incredibly widespread agreement. You know, you left out the second trimester. There's huge agreement among Americans that in certain circumstances, yes, but it definitely is different than the first trimester because the child is rapidly becoming a child at that point. And so, yeah, it's just and, and that was essentially what Amy Coney Barrett has said. She said, yeah, this is, my problem is with late term abortions.
0: So you got that. Well, we're going to learn all about this. If she's the nominee, I'm. it'll be it'll get granular on the whole abortion issue.
4: Yeah. The other person that's getting a lot of attention and keep in mind, by the way, this sort of uh, inside baseball rumoring and who's hot, who's not stuff frequently turns out to be bunk. Andy yeah. Coney Barrett is undeniable.
0: The, the fact that he actually said to Axios, right. I've got her, I'm holding her out for this vacancy. Is different. But usually, I don't participate in this at all. I have no interest in the right who it might be. But he has specifically said that's who he would choose.
4: Interestingly enough, Barbara Lagoa, who is a 52 year old, I believe, uh, judge on the Eleventh Circuit Court of Appeals. She's a good, solid conservative. She is Hispanic, uh, Cuban American, South Florida. Yeah. Um. And uh, I don't know if you've heard. Jack, Florida's is a, a bit of a swing state, and there's some thought that. Picking a Floridian would uh, excite the, the people of the great state of Florida into coming to the polls to thank the president and re-electing him. I have no idea whether, indeed, that would happen. Um, so the, but she is said to be hot right now on the short, short, short
0: list. Mitch McConnell stated Friday night, President Trump, Trump's nominee, will receive a vote on the floor of the United States Senate. So that is going to happen. He didn't say specifically before the election, but it will happen. And... The Last time around with Kavanaugh was the ugliest thing anybody'd seen in Washington, D.C. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was just awful. Everybody expects it to be worse this time around. The stakes are significantly higher this time around. Right. Significantly higher. Oh, I, I can't even imagine where it's going to go. Gonna go. Uh, you think it'll be all about abortion? Yeah, that's just not, that's ideological extremists. But that's a, at least an argument. You're either for this or against that or whatever. Just saying, somebody's a rapist. <laughs> is it right? So That's, that is a different tack. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I think they'll have to go with something more gruesome. I don't know what it'll be. No, they, they can't. More gruesome than rapist.
4: I don't even want to go there. Once ate a baby. Well, she has, she has prisoners in her basement as we speak. Slaveholder. Right.
0: She. She. Right. She has slaves right now no i don't that's what i heard heard you have slaves and then uh believe all slaves Frickin'
4: kamala harris would get up there and then and, and lecture us about how slavery is one of the great sins of this country and this woman has slaves yeah i mean where are you gonna go from kavanaugh
0: we're 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 you know being uh, uh jokey obviously but yeah where do you go i mean what's the I don't know. When people keep saying this is going to be significantly uglier, I I don't even know what this is going to look like. Maybe it will be the ugliness will be the threats on the various senators that are going to vote because you only got to peel off what four Republicans mm-hmm. the 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 threats to Susan Collins and Mitt Romney and whoever else they think they can peel like off. Like what
4: threats? I'm going to kill you or, um, or I don't know. Yeah yeah I is whatever leverage they have yeah. they would use yeah uh I was chatting with a couple of friends uh, last evening, and w- we said that uh, essentially we agreed that if the president has a black lesbian judge on his short list, you got a nominator. I mean what what are the Democrats in the Senate going to do then? Come on now that would be that would be rather funny to see
0: them uh, tie themselves into rhetorical knots. But I. Boy, the political calculations on this are difficult. If he goes with kind of a moderate to try to get the person through easily and make the left happy, he, he loses a lot of the people on the right that, that only put up with him for judges. Mm hmm. Um, I, I, I don't. And, and should he do it before the election? And does it make any difference? Although the, the whole. Is holding it out there better? I don't know. Since
4: the facts have nothing to do with this, what the judge is actually like. Because Amy Coney Barrett, what she said about uh, abortion is unquestionably moderate. Oh, it's probably worth throwing in there. A lot of people who think women should have the right to abortion, especially early in their pregnancy, but think uh, Roe versus Wade was a terrible decision. It was just legally bankrupt, even if they support the right to have abortion. Having said that, whoever is nominated will be portrayed as a lunatic, a dangerous right wing lunatic. So the facts of their judgeship, I don't think matter very much.
0: Who would want to go through this process? Yeah, I know it.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: Purdue purdueglobal.edu.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: I have fulfilled my constitutional duty. Now it's time for the
0: Senate to do theirs. Presidents do not stop working in the final year of their term. Neither should a senator.
3: I made it absolutely clear that I would go forward with the confirmation progress process as chairman, even a few months before a presidential election, if the nominee were chosen with the advice and not merely the consent of the Senate, just as the Constitution requires. My consistent advice to presidents of both parties, including this president, has been that we should engage fully in the constitutional process of advice and consent. And my consistent understanding of the Constitution has been the Senate must do so as well. Period. They have an obligation to do so. You
4: know, know, you're right. You're right, Mr. Vice President. We screwed up last time, and I feel kind of bad about it. So this time, we'll get it right. Say the Republicans. Come on now. Everybody knows what's going on. They thought they could get away with it, and indeed, in the election, they were rewarded for it, for holding out and not holding hearings on Merrick Garland in the last year of the lame duck Obama's term.
0: I didn't think that was cool, but I understood it's power politics. You did it because you could.
4: Right. Right. And because they're pissed off at Harry Reid for exercising the nuclear Actually,
0: I'd have been fine if they they just said it out loud. No, I can do this, so we're going to. Right. I don't like it when people make the arguments like I'm stupid. Uh, In the final year of a president's term, that's a dumb argument. I'm president for the whole four years. I got elected for four years. I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah, it's a silly argument. But
4: most (laughs) voters are silly. That's why they are trying to rock the vote. That's why they constantly try to frighten you with one bugaboo or another. Most voters are dumb. You don't understand politics until you understand that.
0: By the way, from the press company
4: accepted, obviously, this collection of, uh, of leading lights of intellect to uh, uh, our audience.
0: Since it's flipped from a couple of years ago, and everybody's taking the opposite argument now, but right. um, so the argument that's being made of voting has already started, so you can't name somebody when people have already started voting. Well, that's your <laughs> fault for voting early. If you vote early, you have to recognize there are going to be things that happen before Election Day, including the debates. To the not d- to vote before the debates is crazy the debates all three scheduled debates haven't even started yet right so yeah what are you gonna do um, people are perfectly cool with you voting uh, without seeing the two candidates talk to each other yeah Boy,
4: well, um, you know we knew this already but chatting to some some of the fellas last night ladies too actually um uh, the uh, the anticipation of that first debate is just electric next week. People are already on the edge of their couch, making sure their TV works and everything.
0: <laughs> keep turning it on every couple of minutes to make sure I still got my cable package. Oh, uh,
4: I'm sorry, on the topic of including the ladies, uh, Michael had a theory as to uh, how the Democrats will attack a uh, female uh, nominee. They'd say she doesn't keep a neat home. <laughs> wow. She can't make a decent sandwich if you spot her the two pieces of bread and a slice of cheese.
0: I would assume you have a conversation with these people ahead of time to see if they're interested, so you don't, know, you know, you know, make a big announcement and then they say, "I, I don't want to be a Supreme Court justice." No, I think they um, can do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> but so, well, for instance, the the Amy Coney Barrett, which I have trouble saying, um, she and her husband got perfectly fine lives, I'm sure. Got eight kids, one uh, disabled, and then. All of a sudden, hell is going to come down upon you. Everything you've ever done or said in your entire life, including high school and junior high, you or your husband or any of your kids right. is going to be out there for discussion. And as an added bonus, things you didn't say or do that you're going to have to, you know, defend against, even though they didn't actually happen. Who would want that? I understand it's the pr- despicable. I understand the prizes you get to be a Supreme Court justice, which is, if you're a lawyer, I'm sure the coolest thing ever, but God dang it. Just, I I don't think I could do that to my wife and kids. No. I think in most cases, you ask your wife or your husband, and they say, do it. You can't pass this up.
4: Yeah. We'll take the slings and arrows. but it's, We'll go to Maui for two months.
0: But you know, you remember Kavanaugh's whole thing? Yeah. I mean, he loved coaching his little girl's basketball team. That was over. Sorry, can't do that anyway, anymore. He's a rapist. We can't have have him coaching little girls. I mean, that's just, oh, it's
4: unbelievable. Well, with the uh, Amy Coney Barrett thing, it's even worse because the very existence of her children is being uh, used as a sign of her extremism. The Mm -hmm. fact that she's Catholic and has several children. She's obviously way out of the mainstream and kind of sick. I've already heard that stuff coming. Can you imagine being one of her beautiful children? Oh my god! I know it's it's really it's it's despicable. I still the don't whole know, thing
0: I still don't get who this benefits. When I first heard it, I thought, "Oh my god, this helps Trump." I don't know why I thought that because on further reflection, I'm not sure that it does. Um, Democrats shattered Act Blue's donation record right after Ginsburg's death. That's a website that's been up for 16 years. It's where you go to. It's kind of the all catch-all de- uh, donate money to the Democrats website. A clearinghouse, if you will. Yeah, Democrat donors gave more money in the 9 p.m. hour Friday after the death was announced than in any other single hour since they started 16 hour 16 years ago. Then they broke that nine o'clock record in the 10 o'clock hour. Woof. And by Saturday at noon, they had raised forty-five million dollars. By Saturday at noon,
4: as we discussed last week, much of it could well be foreign, as uh, Act Blue does not uh, screen donations at all for foreign influence.
0: Now I don't know how much money they've raised, you know, as of uh, Monday today, but it's a you know a, a bum load of money, and I'm sure it the the other side has too. I st- I still don't know who this benefits, or maybe nobody. Maybe it just makes things super duper ugly and.
4: Well, a well financed campaign is better than a not well financed campaign, but money doesn't win elections. so we'll just yeah, I don't know it's it's hard to say I don't yeah i don't I don't know who it benefits honestly the uh, the death of uh, the good justice
0: uh, Samantha B, the comedian from The Daily Show, and she's got her own show now. she tweeted out this is it. This is the effing fight of our lives. saw a lot of that sort of stuff on yeah. the uh, the internet over the weekend. Um, whether it's, like, legal political stuff, like Joe, Representative Joe Kennedy tweeted out, if he holds a vote in 2020, we pack the court in 2021. It's that simple. That would be changing the country dramatically.
4: Yes, it would. And if you're familiar with the history of this thing, that was seen as FDR's great overreach. Him trying to pack the courts. Both sides rejected it soundly as an assault on the soul of the country. But now they're talking about doing it openly. Uh, Leader McConnell said over the weekend... If Republicans move forward on this, then nothing is off the table for next year. Nothing is off the table. Human sacrifice, cannibalism, who knows, declaring war on Mexico. Nothing is off the table. But people I take like this. that to
0: mean, and when Chuck Schumer says that, packing the court, adding states, those those are huge things. Just appointing 100 new federal
4: judges out of nowhere, just creating the jobs. That's being discussed too, wow. openly. Jeff Tubin was talking about that Uh uh on the liberal cnn uh, this morning i like this note from jesse it's pretty telling that everyone just assumes there will be rioting and violence whenever democrats are upset about something yeah, i think that's uh
0: yeah true. tucker carlson was talking about this friday night when the news broke uh he had one of his guests on he said does it bother you any that in the back of so many people's minds is the idea that well if i do this they're gonna riot and smash stuff so i'm that threat is out there yeah and yeah. you know it factors into your thinking which it
4: shouldn't you start tolerating political violence you get more of it it's just as obvious as can be how bad it has to get before each side decides oh yeah this is terrible this is not the country we want to live in we have to we have to crack down on it no matter where it comes from no matter who's mad this time and says, "I'm so mad, I get to smash things." But if
0: we end up with 15 Supreme Court justices and four more states, there's there's no going back from that, though. No, that's when I move to Paraguay or Uruguay. I haven't <laughs> chosen yet. You'd move to a different. You go Uruguay, I'll go mine. You you you've you're going to leave the country. Oh yeah, I've How scouted does that out? help?
4: I've scouted out what country to go to. How does that help? Well, because uh, here's my defense of it, and I'm I'm only half serious about this. Wow,
0: he's half serious.
4: Um, but. Uh, the United States of America is a set of ideals more than a geographic location. This is obvious um, it's a constitution it's a set of attitudes and beliefs. And if this particular land mass and a lovely land mass it is between the Atlantic and the Pacific, sorry Canada or uh, Alaska between Canada and New Mexico, if this land mass no longer behaves like america i 'm going to find a country that does. I want to live according to those principles, not in this geographic location. It's not a GPS location that I'm excited about. It's the Constitution.
0: Last night, Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski of Alaska became the second GOP senator to oppose replacing Ginsburg before the 2020 election. So there are two, but it'd take four to actually stop it. Right. It'd be pretty hard to actually get a floor vote going in the next 40 days. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. They seem to think that they can, but... Oh, that's the... Would there uh, be an advantage to it? Are you better off holding it out there? Vote for me so you get, you know, a good conservative on It's hard to say because both sides can play that card.
4: Right. And I don't know which team would respond more readily to that uh, argument. I, I just have no idea. There may be polling about it? I don't know, though. Oh, uh, So, uh, if you haven't heard this, Nancy Pelosi refused to rule out. Do we have that tape, or... Okay, so I mean, I don't want to characterize it. If we have the sound,
0: but part of that argument obviously is if he say it's Amy Comey Bear Comey. Hmm, see, I can't say her name. A, just call her Judge A-C-B. Amy C
4: B. Judge Amy, like oh. she's got a syndicated show on at ten a.m. <laughs> get your words straight,
0: Jack. Yeah, <laughs> Judge Amy, Um usually doing with neighborhood squabbles over pets and stuff like that. Judge Amy. Um, So he names Judge Amy, they jam it through, they got the votes, Uh, Mitt and Susan and the others flake, but they still have enough votes Yes, with uh, Pence voting to break the tie, and she's the new nominee. Then like two days later, we have a presidential election with all kinds of problems, and that person is one of the nine that is then deciding that stuff.
4: What are you going to do? Wow. It's the way it works. That is something. You can't take it? Let the adults move in and deal with it. It's the (laughs) system we have.
0: That is something.
4: So if you didn't hear this over the weekend, and uh, that was not a rhetorical question, I'm curious if we have this uh, sound anywhere, because we have so much sound I can't comprehend and remember all of it, but uh, Nancy Pelosi refused to uh, rule out Mm -hmm. impeaching Trump again, Um, the idea being they would quickly ram it through the House, and then... Throw it at the Senate, and that would so gum up the works in the Senate because they would have to take on the impeachment.
0: But what are the articles of impeachment? What is he being accused of? What's the high crime and misdemeanor? will find, find something. will yeah, find mind. something. What, what are you kidding? Meet a reason? Yeah, I don't know. His ties too long. It, <laughs> it will be. It will
4: be. It, 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 they will probably even admit. Oh no, 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 no! This is just to gum up the works in the Senate. This is completely
0: because funny. we can. The the last is where we
4: are now. Power a, politics. Right, exactly. The last one was a joke. This one, I don't know, we'll have to invent a new word for what this one will be. They've also talked about impeaching uh, Attorney General Barr, yeah. which is, okay, all right, fine. Um, but now we get into all sorts of Senate rules that I don't know about. I mean, why can't Mitch McConnell say, yeah, we'll get to the uh, impeachment thing right after we uh, we hold hearings on Amy, or Judge uh, Barbara Lagoa, who's... Hot on the short short list. Hmm. The Hispanic gal from Florida.
0: Uh what do you think at our text line four one five two nine five KFTC? Four one five two nine five KFTC.
4: This is like watching pro wrestling as a kid. I was shocked by it. I, I was a gentle child. I didn't like violence. And mm-hmm. back in the day, pro-wrestling had lots of fake blood. Oh. And throwing salt in people's eyes and smashings with chairs. And I didn't understand it was a put-on as a kid, and I was horrified by it. It's kind of like politics right now, except it's real.
0: Yeah, and it, it matters.
4: Yeah. yeah. Nancy Pelosi's actually ready to throw salt in William Barr's eyes.
0: Want to hear what you think at 415? with
4: a hidden blade.
0: 415? Wow. Four one five two nine five kftc
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. What is that? Is that a new lamp? Yeah. I'm thinking of bringing homeware um, into the store, so that's a write-off. That's
0: a write-off? Do you even know what a write-off is? Uh,
2: yeah. It's when you buy something for your business and the government pays you back for it. Oh. And who pays for it? Nobody. You write it off. Who writes it off? I don't know. The gov- The write-off people. <laughs> what? Why are we having this conversation?
0: <laughs> That's very funny. That's from S. Creek, which won all the comedy awards last night at the Emmys. And I'd heard of the show. Yeah. It's in its sixth season. Yeah, I'd heard of the show and it won all the comedy. Emmys. and I thought I should know what this is. So I sat down and watched three episodes last night. Uh, then what won the big drama award? Uh, the drama award was succession. The The big winner of the night was from the limited series. Like the most awards went to the, the show Watchmen, which was a, a single season. Run. Yeah, which might be very, very good. But the fact that it's all about how black people are mistreated by the police makes you, uh, you know, and white supremacists some, are hiding behind their tree. there might be some politics involved. It also yes. could be very, very, very good. Yes. Well, I'm sure are,
4: it, it is what it is. It's well yeah. done for what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't doubt that. Um, I watched uh, S. Creek, and uh, it is dry. Man, that is a dry, dry show. Did you watch the first season? Uh, first
4: three episodes of the first season, yes. Yeah, I watched the entire first season and a bit of the second, as I recall, uh, when I was recovering from uh, surgery, I think it was, but... Um, and, and it was, it was very amusing, but I'd had enough.
0: It's a fish out of water show. You got uh, rich, sophisticated people in a, in a backwoods, uh, redneck town, fish out of water. And all the characters are unlikable.
4: I believe it's possible the show hit its stride.
0: After the first season. Yeah, I wondered that. Have actually, you watched it a lot, Sean? Yeah, or? yeah. It was it was a great premise that was a bit of a one note song for the first season or so, what, what oh, you yeah. saw. Interesting. It, it, so it's better now than the one I'm watching. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It found its legs uh, and, and became kind of uh less repetitive in its. It is. It, okay, in its that's jokes. good. You have to go exam- back. If you watch the first season of Friends, it is a different show than you remember. Same thing with Seinfeld. Seinfeld is yeah, the same,
4: most flaming example of that I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. So, you know, shows get better sometimes as yeah. they figure out who their characters are going to be yeah
4: well i'll have to go back to it i've always loved eugene levy and uh and well, uh, his son i guess is the uh the head guy that, that, that was right. his
0: son was the character in that and right. also the creator writer producer Write off of, yeah. people very dry but <laughs> what's the woman o'hara that's in all yeah. those and other Catherine movies O'Hara. Yeah, Catherine yep. O'Hara. Yeah. She's you've seen her in so many movies a gem yeah, yeah. She's She's mighty wind and all those. Oh, my me, gosh, yeah. One line that I laughed out loud so hard. They're sitting at the dinner table, and there's a bunch of stuff going on. She turns back to the wife and says, what were you saying about teaching high school or finishing high school? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over your husband's chewing. <laughs> <laughs> teaching high school or finishing high school, whatever it nice. was. Nice. <laughs> Beautiful. I didn't know Chris Elliott was in it. Oh, oh he's the mayor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> anyway.
4: Creepy, weird, stalkery <laughs> mayor. Small town mayor, yeah.
0: We have mocked the ideal of a constitutional crisis for quite a while now. Every time the media brings up, we might actually have one. Uh, we'll talk about that next no. hour. We might actually head into constitutional crisis territory. The smart money says we we are. Oh, boy. Absolutely. That's when things get ugly. All over the uh, Supreme
4: Court nominee and the election and the results and the mail-ins and the rest oh. of
0: like, 60 Minutes feature last night was mail-in balloting. And, um, and, you know, all the troubles just in Pennsylvania alone. And every and every other state's got all their own problems and everything like that. All this coming together, nobody's used the horrifying term perfect storm because it's so tired. But but that is, it's amazing the different elements that are coming together at one time. Well, we were headed toward insanity before
4: RBG passed.
0: Right. I mean, ugh. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, we've been talking for weeks about, look, there's not going to be a result on election night. It's guaranteed the Supreme Court's going to play a role in this with various states and their new rules and people saying, hey, you changed the rules late in the game. and Violence, blah, 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 marching, blah. fires, et cetera. And, and, and this now it might be with eight justices deciding it. Yeah. Or a brand new one that they just put on that's one of Trump's puppets that was part of the deal. You know? Oh, oh boy. No, yeah, no kidding. There's got to be a better way. There's no way to run a country.
4: There are days, I think, this worked great for a long time, but it's just not working anymore. The U.S. of A.
0: What what are you going to do then, though? I don't know.
4: You're going to try to endure. What did you do in 1863? Hope that uh, better times would return at some point.
0: Britt Hume yesterday, or over the weekend on Fox, talking about the RGB and everything like that, uh, he said, "This." He said, "I was alive through the '60s. This is an uglier time than that." Mm. I'll take his word for it. I've only read about it, but he said we're more politically divided now than we were in the '60s. I was, I was alive. I was dealing with it. I was reporting on
4: it. Oh yeah, I was just looking at the uh, the Pew Research. Uh, it's a graphic, unfortunately. So you know, I could convey it on the radio to you best I can. But the long and short of it is, w- w- Democrats and Republicans are as far apart as they've been in a century and a half. Really, since the yeah. Civil War. Yeah, the average Republican and
2: Getty.